0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back. This is Dominic Copeland, host of The Promised Land. Thank you for joining me once again. As I like to say, what better way to spend your day than in a spirit of growth and empowerment? Today, I'm going to speak to you about a a subject that is near and dear to my heart, faith. Now, I've already started to go into the principles of The Promised Land, and starting with moral integrity, and then character. So if you're just joining us, my only question is, what the heck? <laughs> now, come on. It's been fine. Uh, thank you for being here. I'm glad you're here. Let's have a wonderful time together. The Promised Land is about God's dream for humanity. Each and every one of us, a better way to a better tomorrow that starts today. And it's the understanding and achievement that through who we are and what we stand for, we can unlock these great gifts that God has entrusted us with. Our divine inheritance so that we may be Invictus, the master of your fate and the captain of your soul. And in doing so, we will be able to once again be self-reliant, living a life of value that is full of purpose and meaning and abundant, not just in wealth, but in significance. As I quoted before, love him or hate him from our president, change will not come if we wait for some other person or for some other time we are the ones that we've been waiting for we are the change that we seek and through the seven principles of the promised land i'm going to show you the power of faith a power gifted to us from god as part of our divine inheritance faith is the power to change the world for better or for worse but if we're guided by the right principles like moral integrity and character Those changes will be for the better. Perhaps my friends, no other power has moved and shaped our world as faith has. It took faith for me to be here before you. Faith in the unseen and the unknown. Faith that my words matter and what I do here today will make a difference. Because without that, I would not be standing here before you. There has been no company, no movement, no organization that has ever been founded upon not having faith. You must have faith in order to move forward, my friends. It takes faith to believe in something that is yet to be. Trust me, there is a plan and a purpose for each one of us. God has a plan for all of humanity and together, if we're willing, if we're able, we will be able to realize that plan. Look at yourself right now. You are, we are all of us. Belief in action. The walking manifestation of God's faith faith in humanity and all the great things that we have been and one day will rise to be. God has a dream that is us, that we in his image could rise to be more than what we have been. He has given us unique gifts and talents, the ability to think, to dream, to believe, to reason, the freedom of will. And it is through using these, these great gifts that we've been entrusted with, that we will fully unlock our potential and open the doors to the promised land. God is within each and every one of us. We are special. We are unique. Our existence means something. Your existence matters. Your life makes a difference. As you add to this unique tapestry that is humanity. Faith, my friends, will be one of, if not the greatest principle, which you will use to achieve the promised land. And in combination with the other principles, You'll be able to change yourself, others, and the world around you. You have the power to design and determine your existence. God has entrusted you with it. So my friends, hand in hand, heart to heart, let's take this journey into faith together. It's May 15th of 2004. It's late at night and I'm watching HBO. Now it was primetime boxing. boxing, Roy Jones Jr. one of the greatest boxers of his time versus Antonio Tarver, a brash up and coming fighter in a rematch. Roy Jones won the first match in a split decision, a match that many people thought he should have lost. Now what intrigued me about the fight at this time was the difference in the attitude between the two fighters. My brother absolutely loved Roy Jones. And Roy was the champion, the heavy favorite. I watched the pre-fight interviews. Roy Jones, of course, he was cool. He was calm. He was relaxed. He was going through the motions, warming up and getting ready. Then they went to Tarver's pre-fight interview. And he was quite the opposite. He was overenthusiastic. He was screaming and yelling. He was professing how this would be the absolute end of Roy Jones. He talked about all the years that he dreamed of beating Roy Jones and that he should have won the first fight. He was talking himself into an absolute frenzy. He was believing. And finally, the moment had come. The two fighters stepped into the ring. Tarver still talking and yelling at Roy Jones. He's yelling, what's your excuse now, Roy? What's your excuse this time? Brash, bold, not allowing one moment of disbelief or fear to enter his consciousness. The fight begins. All the excitement, all the anticipation, the the energy from the crowd, the millions of people watching culminating into the two fighters finally doing battle. The first round went just the way most people thought it would go. It was an absolute masterpiece. Roy Jones, the heavy favorite, the master in the ring, the legend, never defeated, controlled the first round, only allowing Tarver to hit him two times. Absolutely unheard of. Roy was on his way to showing once again why people nicknamed him, Superman. Round two started with more of the same. Roy was on the attack, but Tarver stayed in it. He kept swinging, kept fighting, kept believing. Roy attacked with a combination and Tarver came back with a left hook and boom! Just like that, the landscape of boxing was changed. For the first time, the larger-than-life champion, the one some who called Superman in the ring, who did impossible things, was defeated. There was no question, no judge's decision to be made. It was final. Roy Jones had been knocked out. My brother was so upset that after the fight, and it had to be close to 1 a.m. or later, like Forrest Gump, he just went outside and just started jogging. Now, I had told my brother before the fight, after seeing the pre-fight interviews, that, man, I I thought, Tarver's going to knock out Roy. And my brother responded, that's not possible. There's no way that's going to happen. Not with Roy. He's too great. Now, by 2004, I had been early in my personal growth and development stage, reading books like Think and Grow Rich and several of the programs from Jeffrey Combs and uh, other gurus out there. And I could recognize what was happening with Tarver. He was believing. All of his talk, all of his hype, he was pushing himself beyond his fears, pushing out any self-doubt and only allowing for the one option of belief. That day in May of 2004, I saw one man's level of belief and determination defeat not just a champion, but a true legend in his sport. That, my friends, is the power of faith. Faith can change your life. It can change the world. And after more integrity and character, it is the starting point to realizing the promise that you have within yourself to, as- to achieve so much more than what you thought you were capable of and realize the promised land. Now, later in an interview, Tarver was asked, when did you see defeat in Roy Jones eyes? And he responded, I don't know if I ever saw defeat, but I envisioned this for years, and I've never lost focus. Tarver just believed beyond all reason and doubt. It did not matter what Roy Jones was doing or the situation at hand, for Tarver, his belief was predicated on something deep inside himself. Now, the dictionary describes faith as a firm belief in something for which there is no proof strong belief or trust in something or someone, a belief in in God. And then of course there are the religious connotations about belief. I believe through faith, like moral integrity and character, it exists independent of any religion or religious connotations. Religion actually encompasses these principles because they are some of the guiding principles for all civilized life. But faith itself exists outside and prior to any religion. You don't need a religion to have faith or to believe in God. But it definitely can help sometimes. And Tarver's fight with the great Roy Jones. He had absolutely no reason to believe that he could win that fight. His victory to everyone else was something you you would not have foreseen a belief in the unforeseen actually. Often when it comes to matters like this, many of us have failed to believe in ourselves. We failed to follow through on that belief in the unforeseen, to follow through into faith. Look around you, look at every building, every corporation, the very vehicle that you're driving, the house that you live in, even the TV you're watching this on and the station itself that I'm broadcasting this from. It did not exist until someone took belief in the unforeseen to make it exist. That is the power of faith. And how you can use it to transform yourself, others, and the world around you for the better, my friends. Now, to me, this is absolutely exciting stuff here. This is the keys to life itself. You want to change your life? This is where you start. Faith, my friends, is the Statue of Liberty. It is the gateway to freedom, the ferry that will carry you onto the promised land. It truly is. Every great book you have ever read, every great movie you have ever watched, it all took belief in the unforeseen for someone to take action and have faith that what they put their heart into, their time into, their resources into, what they sacrifice for actually matters and is worth the effort, the heartache, the pain, the setback, and sometimes the tears that it takes to get the job done. Faith is perhaps one of the ultimate displays of passion to fully believe in and take action to cement that belief into faith is nearly an ultimate act of love (laughs) or madness, as some might say. Now, before I continue forward, let me explain the precursors to faith because you don't start here. You don't start with faith. It's something that you build and grow into. Faith is a destination, something that you have to travel to, and it's who you become along the way that matters the most. Now, consider the ceiling that is nourished. If it's nourished properly, it can grow into a strong sapling, a strong staple of faith. And The beginning of that is hope. Hope is only the potential starting point to belief. And belief is the precursor, the elixir, if you will, the mix. The spirit that, if mixed properly with action or slash passion, will lead to faith. That's why you have the movie The Passion of the Christ. It was the belief in action, the unforeseen of Christ, and the Word of God. Hope itself is almost an act of desperation at times. It comes from a person who is possibly down to their last leg, and hope is all they have to hang on to. Or they could be on the rise. And hope is that first rung along the ladder to faith. There's a comic saying that hope floats. And that is because it takes more than hope to achieve anything of measure. But hope can be the start of that process. And after enough hope. You start to believe that, yeah, maybe this is possible. Maybe what Dom is saying is true. Maybe you're starting to believe. Once you start to take action on that belief and you begin to know and mix that action and knowing with passion, then my friends, you have found faith. Faith is taking action on your belief. It is a process, but it can happen in a moment. Usually it takes the growth and development of ourselves to achieve faith. As we build our measure of belief. Belief is the gateway to not just hoping something is possible, but to beginning to know that, yes, it is possible. And taking the steps to realizing exactly how. Therefore, if you can get the belief, then you are on the doorstep of faith. Now, there are certain steps involved in beginning to believe. Now, me being up here today took belief that with action and passion, I could turn this into faith. Me getting up here, me believing, me speaking these words, me putting in the time to be here, it's a show of faith, an act of love. And it's funny to me because you see these celebrities and their job is, is to cultivate a certain image that makes their life seem like it's flawless and it's easy and you know, hop out of bed, they look beautiful and you know, they have beautiful cars and you just wish you could be like them. But in reality, no one has it easy. Everyone goes through something in order to, to be who they are, for them to enjoy the life that they enjoy today. And for me to be here with you today, I had to go through the flu, losing my voice, coaching two youth football teams, work, preparing for this as I was doing laundry um, after our washing machine had broken, <laughs> uh, taking care of the children, and in between preparing for all my other responsibilities. And even when I got here today, there were certain challenges that we had to face and overcome. Now, I've lost my glasses twice within the last week. So I'm here today to you, not blind, but, you know, my faith has allowed me to (laughs) see. And everything imaginable came in between myself and being with you here today. It would have been very easy for me to come up with multiple excuses and reasons why I could not have been here with you. I could have said I can't do the show because I can't (laughs) see because I don't feel good because there are a hundred other things that I need to get done at this point because I'm so behind. No, but anything in life, anything that holds you back from doing what is most important, what you believe the most, what you feel you need to be doing in your heart, what you truly desire to be doing, it's just an excuse, valid or invalid. And you've allowed that excuse to overcome you. You've fallen victim to it. In order to do this was truly a labor of love. The, the passion of the Dominic, if you will. I have gotten to the point where I truly believe my words will make a difference. And me standing before you, whether I'm at my best or not, is that belief in action. I needed to be here delivering this to you today. That is faith. I cannot see and do not know how this will impact you. I just know that it will make a difference. I have placed my trust in God on that matter. And that is faith. Everything I went through to be here today, that was my labor of love. Because as I was going through it all, like Tarver defeating Roy Jones, I just imagined myself being here in front of you, delivering this talk as we journeyed together into faith. And I knew that if I did not have the passion of the Dominic, the courage of my convictions to see this work through, it would not have only failed you, but myself, my family. And most importantly, the faith that God has instilled within me. I had no choice. I had to continue forward to make sure I was here with you today. And I'm glad that I did. Now, at times I did not know how I would be here. I was too wary to carry on. And I just said in, in faith to the Lord that I know you will make a way and I will follow. Even if you have to carry me along the way. I'll definitely be there, follow and give my all. Sometimes that's all you have. And my friends, that is faith. And through these humble, seemingly insignificant actions of mine, of this one lowly little person, I'm going to see a sea of billions. I've been able to cast ripples that will have a far reaching effect on others. That is the power inherent when you carry forth in faith. Through faith, we can do what Jesus did when he said, I have risen above the earth. We can rise above all lack and limitation. We can overcome failure and the obstacles of the world that we allowed to hold us in place because those obstacles truly are just stepping stones to our success, to build something greater in us. We can surmount all excuses and eliminate all self-limiting beliefs. In faith, we begin to rise above the earth. In faith, we begin to unleash that part of us, our spirit, our essence that is godlike in its nature, capable of achieving almost anything. And in faith, through belief, we begin to discover the true nature of ourselves. And not just live in our reality, but dictate our reality. Actually determine what it will be instead of having it determined for us. Our illusions begin to become reality. Like a child, we were free to create our dreams. Just like I created this show, someone created the TV you're watching, the building that I am in, your home, this town, your car. God and faith has created us. Faith truly does move the world and make dreams come true. And with those dreams being rooted in moral integrity and the depth of our character, we can realize the promise within us and achieve the promised land. Now I need you to know and please hear me do whatever you have to do. Turn up your TV, put down your phone. Stop arguing with the person next to you. Yeah, I see you. I hear you. It's time to knock it off. I'll give you a second to do that. Stop whatever argument you're having. Put the phone down. Turn up the TV. Go ahead. All right, make sure you hear this. Faith is the starting point of all miracles the reason why life continues to persist to this very day and the reason why it will continue to persist until tomorrow. Many of us have lost faith, lost faith in our world today, perhaps because we have lost forgotten or never understood that we need to have faith within ourselves first. If you don't believe in yourself, how can anyone else believe in you? And with that faith, we will be able to do as Dr. King said, carve out a pebble of hope from the mountain of despair. And more importantly, with this faith, we will be able to dictate and determine the course of all mankind for better or for worse. We can perhaps for the first time in all of human history have a purpose that we are striving for a vision for all of humanity and what we desire life to be like for us going forward from here on out. This is our planet, our lives, our times. We are the ones that we've been waiting for. We are the change that we have been seeking. As our president has said, if we choose to do nothing, to, to simply accept the day as it is, we will lose all say in tomorrow. We will be leaving our future and the fate of our world, of our children, to chance. We will no longer be Invictus, the master of your fate and the captain of your soul. We will let ourselves down, our children down, our yet to be grandchildren down, and worst of all, we will let God down. We will have failed. And for that failure, our children and the future of our world will pay the ultimate sacrifice. This, my friends, is our cross to bear our burden to carry our labor of love to joyfully suffer and and strive through now listen please listen listen come closer if you have to i want to make sure that you hear me you have a great power waiting within you waiting to be unleashed so that you may enlighten and uplift the world your hands will be the ones that shape the future your actions will guide others to do the same. They will follow you. Your passion will be the one that ignites change. We need you to desperately do so. You are the one that we have been waiting for. You have been called. It's time to answer. Please join me next week I will sway a bit from the next principle of the promised land, which is self-education slash self-empowerment. Next week will be a very important show because I'm going to share with you myself. I'm going to sit down and tell you a little bit about myself and my life and my journey to promise. Now, you definitely won't want to miss this and it will be a heartfelt and will allow us to come together a little bit more, uh, become even greater friends as you truly begin to get to know each other, As we move forward together in faith up this mountain towards promise. I look forward to it and cannot wait until next week until our time once again together. Until then, my friends, God bless. Continue to believe and keep the faith. See you soon.